your Locked On Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. You can visit rockauto.com and make sure to tell them Locked On sent you. On today's episode of Locked On Wild, we turn our eyes to the future as Gabe Foley of Recruit Scouting joins us to get an early start on the 2022 NHL Draft. We'll look at some names that uh, have impressed Gabe in his early scouting process uh, as we look towards uh, a pretty solid draft class for 2022. So that is our main focus here for today. My name is Seth Topal, host of Locked On Wild veteran of over a decade of Minnesota sports coverage, including the last couple of seasons, exclusively covering the Minnesota Wild. Happy to have you along on a Tuesday edition of the show. And as I mentioned, it's never too early to start taking a peek to the 2022 NHL draft. And so happy to have along uh, Gabe Foley, who will be a regular contributor to Lockdown Wild with what we're calling Eyes on the Future. Gabe, welcome once again. How are things going? It's going good. Uh, absolutely thrilled to be back. And like you said, we have one heck of a draft class to look at. So glad we can get the early start. And I'm glad we uh, are making this a regular segment. because This is going to be a draft that Wild fans really want to keep their eyes on. No matter where you land, even if you guys are lifting the cup next year, which I hope so. Knock on wood. Yeah. Kirill Kaprizov is incredible. I'm not, I'm not counting it out. Uh, <laughs> but even if you're lifting the cup next year, that 32nd overall pick is going to reel you in a beauty. So tons of fun, tons of fun to come. Yeah. And, and you know, the thing with last year is there, there were a couple of players at the top of the draft that were super solid, but maybe not a player that if you asked every team, if they would have had the opportunity at the first overall pick, that's the guy we're taking. Is it the same situation here or is there for 2022? Is there one player that rises above everybody else and is like that can't miss top overall pick? Yeah, we have a bona fide first overall here. Uh, the name's not going to surprise anyone. It is Shane Wright out of the OHL Kingston Frontenacs. I don't like the OHL, so I will <laughs> not learn how to pronounce the team names. But Shane Wright is uh, a premier Canadian talent. I mean, you look back at the other bona fide first overall players, um, you know, guys like like John Tavares uh, when he was drafted, Sidney Crosby, Tyron McDavid, um, all players that we knew right away were going to be stars in the NHL. Shane Wright fits that mold. Um, the Top five, pretty solid as well, a little bit shaky, and we'll see how that goes over the course of the year. But we're really looking at a, uh, a first overall talent, a top five and a top ten of guys that are making immediate impacts in the NHL. So a lot, lot, lot different than last season. Last season was a mess. Yeah, it, which led to just you know a, a large amount of trades and just a crazy amount of action even leading up to the draft. And so... It's nice to know that we may see things dialed back slightly. Just no expansion draft this year, so no need to like 
scramble around, throw picks in the air, and just uh, see kind of what hits the ground. Um, and as a result, as you said, a lot of talent that um, that will be able to make an immediate impact. Now, I know you uh, you shared with me the uh, the number of players that you have had a chance to scout uh, here so far. So already digging in and uh, taking a look at some players uh, who hope to be drafted in 2022. Let's just start on the uh, on the offense, and you know any any names in particular that have really stood out to you in your uh, early scouting here so far for the next draft. Yeah, uh, like I told you earlier, I've scouted well over fifty names already. I am crazy, and this is my <laughs> uh, this is my drug. So, um, like I said, Shane Wright a bona fide star heading into his draft year. Um, Nothing slowing him down. Every sign points to him being incredible and having a long, very successful NHL career. Um, He's glued into that number one spot, but in the top five, you have forwards like Matthew Savoie who played in the USHL, but is going back to the WHL this season. Uh, Matthew Savoie, a big bodied but very quick, very agile forward who just loves making things happen. Um, never a boring shift when Savaz on the ice. He uh, is such a high-tempo guy who can really, really just make things happen. Like I said, it's incredible. Uh, Brad Lambert, the same way. Brad Lambert, a Finnish player with Canadian roots. So he gets the best of two amazing hockey countries there. Uh, Brad has been a professional player now for, I believe, two years going back to uh, right after he turned 16, so just about two years. Um, Kid's great. He's an arrogant kid that's going to look at a top five spot. And then we have Logan Cooley, Daniela Yurov, uh, Noah Oslin, Yuraj Slavkovsky, um, Ivan Miroshnichenko. I I think I listed off four or five names there. All top five guys, uh, which kind of sucks because I've listed off maybe top, maybe seven or eight names and said they're all top five guys, uh, kind of shows you the overspilling of talent there. It's incredible. Um, among that bunch, Juraj Slavkovsky is definitely the one to watch. He is 17 years old and 6'4 and 220 pounds. Oh, my which word. Which is terrifying. Um, and the way he is able to move while carrying around that mass is truly incredible. Um Obviously a blistering shot, a kid that can throw opponents if he really wants to, but also very agile, very quick skater. So if you're asking me my favorite player in the top 10, I might have to go with Slavkovsky. Um, you know, he, he's a top 10 player, maybe not a top five player, but man, just watching a six, four, 17 year old skate around and play men's league hockey. It's kid is fun. He, he has fun out there. Um, and then I'll give you a couple names, just rapid fire here. Uh, outside of the top 10, we got Philip Meshar, who is uh, a, Slova- a Slovak, uh, played professional hockey last year. And uh, the best way I've heard him described is uh, uh, one, uh, Kyle Pereira, another scout, described him as exactly how I play hockey and be a pro on EA NHL. Oh my. <laughs> uh, kid is just, you know, throws caution to the wind and has fun, loves offense. He's a player that will be in my top 20. 
Um, but he's a little bit smaller. He's, he's only 5'10", so maybe he'll fall into the middle of the draft um, come draft day. It'll be interesting to see how he grows. Then there's Connor Geeky, another 6'4", 17-year-old. I don't know what they're feeding these kids these days, but Connor Geeky is another player that a lot of scouts are already high on. Uh, 6'4", moves well, knows how to shoot the puck. Um, so Mayshar and Geeky outside of the top 10 for me right now, but definitely guys to watch uh, over the course of the year. Both of them are very different, but very awe-inspiring all the same. Excellent. Uh, I'll tell you what, let's move our attention to the defense. We'll take a quick pause. We'll move to some of the guys on defense you've had a chance to uh, to look at and like. Eyes on the future with Gabe Foley continues here on today's episode of Lockdown Wild after this. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including the biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest, both open now at betonline.ag. Be sure to take advantage of the opening day super promo. Make a bet this Thursday, September 9th on the season opener between the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using the promo code NFL100. From football, basketball, and boxing right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. That's betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Make sure to use the promo code Locked On when signing up. Did you know 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? Is it really that surprising, though? The game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention the experts who have more tools and more time. You don't stand a chance. Introducing Stat Hero. It's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works. Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. No one else does that. It's like having the answers to the test before you even take it. So go to stathero.com slash locked on, sign up for free, and right now you can get three times back on your first play. Yeah, they're giving you 300% match. That is unheard of. So go to stathero.com slash locked on. That's stathero.com slash locked on. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild, Gabe Foley is our guest, and we are beginning to turn our attention to the future, looking at the 2022 NHL draft. And Will, for those uh, people that enjoy prospect coverage, we'll be doing this all throughout the season periodically. I'm um, happy to have Gabe along as part of the... Uh, we don't have a true like full-time co-host for Locked on Wild, but uh, very fortunate to have a staple of just a bunch of people that are you know, willing to, uh, to hop on. And so... We'll just uh, we'll just keep the co-hosting going, and I wanted to flip. We talked about some of the the notable forwards that you've had a chance to uh, to take a look at for 2022. Let's talk defensemen because obviously that is going to be something that uh, that the Wild may look at once again. You can never have too many, and with the uh, the loss uh, that they've had on the defensive side, 
uh, wouldn't be a bad idea to uh, to maybe look at a couple of defensive prospects in addition to uh, the staple of forwards. Goalie, I think we're okay, but uh, we'll talk about some goalies. So. Yeah, I, th- I think we're good with Wallstead now in the f- in the fold. So, who, Gabe, are some of the defensemen that you've had a chance to uh, to look at and to evaluate so far that really stood out? Well, I have to mention uh, Shimon Nemetz right off the bat. Uh, played professional hockey last year. He's a right defenseman, so all the more valuable. And I told you this before the podcast. This has kind of been what I'm telling people as I talk about him so far. Um, I think this kid could play in the NHL tomorrow. Uh, he is absolutely mind-boggling. He will be worth a top three pick by the end of the year. I think he'll fall into maybe the five to 10 range just with how uh, teams can kind of overvalue forwards, you know, but Nemitz is incredible. Um, The way he joins the rush through the neutral zone, the way he is able to um, really control the pace of play from the blue line. He does everything that you want in a very powerful offensive defenseman. Uh, obviously he is 17 years old. There's a lot of area to improve, but he has a whole season ahead of him where he'll be playing regular top four minutes in the Czech uh, or the Slovakia professional league, um, which is so rare in 18 year olds. You never see that in teenagers. They always get buried in the lineup. Last year we saw Stanislav Spozil um, get put on the third pairing with one of the worst defensemen on his in the Czech league, really, for a long time. They finally switched it up his partner, and he started looking better. <laughs> but I, the that is just not an area that likes their teenagers. Nemetz is playing regular top four minutes, which should speak to his value fully. Outside of him, there's uh, Ryan Chesley, who plays on the U.S. National Team Development Program. Chesley is about as good of a defensive defenseman that I've seen at this age, Um, which is weird because he plays for the national team development program, a team that hates defense and has actually the last few years probably had some of the worst defensive teams they've had in their history. So to see such a shining through star, um, Oh, my phone fell. I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) I got up from my notes. Um, but to see such a shining through star uh, with such strong defensive abilities on such an offensive team, again, just speaks to his talents. He's finding ways to uh, fill the holes that his, team's, his team needs. Uh, then there's Chesley's defensive partner, Lane Hudson, who is 5'6". Um, the kid is tiny, tiny, especially for a defenseman especially for a top-line defenseman, which is what he was last year. But this is a kid that the USHL and America as a whole is clamoring about. Lane Hudson is incredible. He does stuff that you wouldn't even think of. Um, The intricacies of his play, you know, the little, like, jerk of the head to one side to fake out and go the other side. Um, He'll open his edges up just the tiniest bit and get the defenseman that he's pressuring overthinking about what he's going to do. And Hudson's able to drive offense so, so well and produce at such a great pace. Um, 
for I forget what tournament it was because I I don't I guess I'm bad at things. <laughs> but there's so many tournaments. They're kind of running it. together a little bit. Exactly. Um, Luke Hughes, who was a top ten pick, I did he go fifth overall this year? Um, Luke Hughes, Jack Hughes's brother, Devils pick this last year was injured for a tournament. So the U.S. national team turned to Lane Hudson. They had older, better options available, but they turned to 5'6 Lane Hudson as their fill-in for Luke Hughes, who was the top 10 pick this last year. Really, again, just speaking to his talent. Um, people within the USHL have told me um, if Luke Hughes, or if Lane Hudson, excuse me, if Lane Hudson can grow to 5'10, 5'11, he's a future star defenseman in the NHL. That is the quote I've heard from five or six people. Right now he's five six and really hoping that he gets a late growth spurt. Uh, he has two older brothers who are both five eleven, so or one older brother who's five eleven, one younger brother who is nearly his height. Um, so there's a lot of hope that he'll hit that growth spurt and really turn into a star. Um, but even if he stays five six. NHL teams are scared of short guys, but Lane Hudson's the guy you take the chance on. Just such an amazing skater, such a, a detailed, intricate player that uh, knows how to harass the other team. It's incredible. Um, and then I'd be remiss if I didn't also mention, uh, I'm going to butcher this name. It is Swedish. I apologize in advance. Uh, Elias Sal- Salomonson. There are a lot of O's in there. I think it's Sallow Munson. Um, I will learn how to say that as the year goes on, I'm sure. But he, uh, another big-bodied guy, I believe he is 6'2", 6'3", um, really looks the part of an NHL defenseman, uh, second-pair guy moving forward, handles pressure well, great passer, stuff like that. Another top 15 uh, draft pick this year, also a right defenseman. So you know, all the more value there. Um, if the wild are looking for a boost on defense, they are getting it for sure this year. Uh, the talent on the blue line is incredible. Um, there are many, many more players that I haven't mentioned many players that aren't getting the love they deserve. Uh, one of them, Pierre Olivier Waugh out of the QMJ, QMJHL Victoriaville Tigers, uh, Wa is being looked at as like a middle round guy. I think he has the talent to be a first round guy. And there's so many different players like that in this draft that, you know, the wild are finding their guy this year. It doesn't matter what round it's in. They're finding, you know, an NHL talent defenseman. And uh, that is very refreshing after losing Suter last year. And I just, it was such a gut punch to the wild defense. So, they're finding their guy here in the future. Thank the Lord. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm hugely for that, and not to not to discredit the guys that they brought in, um, in the 2021 draft because you know knocked it out of the park at, by all accounts again with uh, with Jack Pert and uh, Carson Lambo. Yeah. So those guys will uh, those guys will make their their impact known soon. It'll just be nice to uh, to grab maybe one or two players that can help them with that um, as yeah. we move forward because salary cap is uh, going to be a little tight and uh, it's, it's just something that, uh, that we're going to have to work on. We'll tell what, tell you what we got one final segment coming up. 
We'll talk. Uh, we'll talk some goalies, and then we'll just wrap up with uh, with other observations here for today. Gabe Foley hanging out, talking 2022 NHL draft. More coming up here on Locked On Wild. This summer, Built Bar wants to help you celebrate freedom of choice. Did you know Built Bar has a ton of amazing flavors? They've got coconut, cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. For my money, raspberry's the way to go, but if you're not sure which flavor's right for you, grab a mixed box and you'll get two each of the nine flavors. The best part, though, about Built Bars is they are amazingly healthy. Each bar contains 17 to 18 grams of protein, ranges in calories from 130 to 180, contains only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. So they're amazingly healthy. They taste great. What's not to like about Built Bar? And if you go to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off of your first order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild, and we are taking a look ahead to 2022, never too early to start thinking 2022 NHL draft. Gabe Foley of Recruit Scouting joining us. And Gabe, one final area to look at uh, the goaltending position. Obviously, the Wilds got uh, pretty lucky that Jasper Walstead fell into their lap um, in the first round with their uh, first pick. And so not a spot that uh, the Wild maybe need to be focusing on very much here um, in the 2022 draft. Yet uh, plenty of other teams that will need to as well. So there will be plenty of names. Um, anybody in particular in the net that has uh, really gotten your attention in your uh, early scouting so far? Well, the name everyone's talking about is Tyler Brennan. Brennan plays in the WHL, played, um, let's see, let me pull it up. He played four games last year, had a 933 save percentage in those four games. Looked great, very mature goalie. Um, He's 6'4", almost 200 pounds. So really has the frame that you like in goalies, um, had the performance that you like, but it was only in four games and goalies are confusing. So Lord knows what next season's going to bring for Brennan. Um, but he's the one everyone's talking about. It's all you hear when it comes to goalies. And while there's not going to be a first round goalie this year, um, we've had a lot recently. There will not be one this year, uh, unless the team surprises us, but Brennan is as close as one could get in the mainstream. Um, but Brennan is incredibly overshadowing another WHL goalie, uh, Mason Bopit out of the Spokane Chiefs. Bopit played 10 games this season and set a 916 save percentage. Not only was that one of the best save percentages among all goalies this year, it is the seventh highest save percentage among goalies with 10 or more games played uh, in WHL history. He set a 916. To put that into perspective, Carter Hart and Carey Price set a 9-15 in their draft year minus one. So in their um, 18U season. Uh, Bopit just said 9-16, so right on par with them. I, the kid, he's 6'5", uh, 
just about 200 pounds as well. Just about the same age as Brennan. Uh, Their birthday is four days apart. Um, And Bo Pitt, quite frankly, is the better goalie. I have no doubt in my mind. Um, And even talking with Mason Bo Pitt, uh, he is a guy who has flat out asked me, Sebastian Kosa got drafted in the first round out of the WHL last season. Why did he get drafted? What do I need to change to follow in those footsteps? And, you know, all these intricate things. This is a kid with a very humble beginning, a very humble, very kind family. I love him. The Bow Pits are great. But Mason really cares about the small details of his game and wants to know not how can I improve, but how can I improve to accomplish this specific goal? How can I improve to make my game more similar to this high-end player or Sebastian Kosa, first-round draft pick? And so Bo Pitt, you know, again, 10 games is not a huge sample size. Um, he also played on the Spokane Chiefs, who were awful last year. They were terrible. Um, and a lot of the goals he let in were the fault of his defense, quite frankly, and a lot of traffic in front and stuff. So we will see what next season brings for Mason Bopit. We'll see what next season brings for Tyler Brennan, two guys in need of a much bigger sample and two guys who will go head to head in starting roles in the WHL next year. But right now I have all my cards uh, in Bopit's camp. He is a tall, quick goalie who has a lot of maturing to do in his game, really needs to learn control and consistency and has see-through traffic and stuff. But at the end of the day, a very, very talented player who last season set a mark that's only been matched by a handful of uh, real star goalies in the NHL. So it's crazy to talk about 17-year-old 6'4", 6'5", goalies and what they could become. Uh, That's terrifying to me as a 6-0, 21-year-old. But yeah, these two uh, will be going head-to-head for that top goalie spot next year. And um, the consensus, like I said, is no first-round goalie next season. I'd spend a first-rounder on one of these kids right now. Uh, So it's going to be really interesting to see how they grow next year. Obviously, the pattern is more and more first-round goalies, and these two are really talented. So Bo Pitt and Brennan, your two guys to watch in that. Okay. Um, I mean, that, that'll that pretty much take us to the end of the episode here today. But just in terms of your timeline, Gabe, do you have any particular points in the year where you're like, okay, I got to get like a good majority of these names scouted? Or is it more so you just like kind of plan ahead a little bit and you're like, hey, I can uh, – I can rattle off 20 names this week and 30 names next week. How do you, how do you kind of go about um, the, the rest of the, uh, the process here? Always a learning experience. <laughs> the one thing I ran into last season was, you know, I was filling out uh, top 96 rankings, top 100, top 160. And the more and more I filled out those rankings, I was like, I don't know a lot of these kids. A lot of these kids that should be here deserve to be here. I don't know enough about them to put them there. So my rankings were a mess. And uh, last January, I realized like, all right, I got to kick it into gear. I got to figure some stuff out. And so that's why we're starting so early this year. Really make sure I get a wide breadth of 
knowledge um, head into the year. And yeah, hopefully no particular point where I really have to put my nose to the grindstone. Hopefully it's a steady pace, but uh, you never know with the draft. I, it's so fluid. Uh, 10 kids could be first rounders and then just start sucking and vice versa. I mean, kids can come out of nowhere. So a lot of just making sure you're in tune with what's going on in the hockey world. Got to make sure you have a lot of connections in a lot of different countries, which is probably the most stressful part. Um, but hopefully we're staying good. I, I have over 50 kids already, and I think about 20 of them officially ranked. And my first round rankings will be coming out later this month, uh, towards the end of September. So after we get those knocked out, it'll be a lot of focusing on those smaller names and uh, hoping it goes well. We will see. It yeah. will be interesting. If, if anything that I've learned is that uh, you can have a plan, but uh, you always got to have a backup plan as well. So Exactly. Especially uh, in this industry. It's yeah, always crazy. 1,000%. <laughs> uh, Gabe, thanks for the time. Listeners, make sure to follow Gabe at NHL Foley. Uh, to get his thoughts on a wide range of topics, but mostly NHL scouting um, throughout uh, the course of the uh, days, weeks, months leading up to the uh, the NHL draft. And as I said, this will be a reoccurring bit on Lockdown Wild. We'll be uh, continuing to keep our eyes focused on the 2022 NHL draft. So uh, make sure to keep an eye out for the next edition uh, that we have with Gabe looking at uh, some other names uh, for the 2022 NHL draft. That's all we got for today. Make sure to follow Lockdown Wild wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram um, as well to stay up to date on all of the latest news surrounding your favorite hockey team, the Minnesota Wild. Kirill Kaprizov going to sign sometime soon. So in order to stay up to date with that, make sure you're keeping an eye on Lockdown Wild with new episodes all week long as part of the Lockdown Podcast Network.